Hey everybody, welcome to Come Follow Me Daily Dose. I'm Lindsay Hansen, and today is February 22nd. Today we're going to continue in Doctrine and Covenants section 18. Now section 18 and section 19 are so condensed and packed with just incredible doctrine and principles that can apply to our lives. And so I'm really excited to continue in this today. Verse four says, for in them, meaning the writings of the Book of Mormon, are all things written concerning the foundation of my church, my gospel, and my rock. Now, I think that that's really interesting because in the Doctrine and Covenants, we're told that the Book of Mormon contains the fullness of the gospel of Jesus Christ. A lot of people hear that and think, well, the Book of Mormon doesn't say anything about eternal marriage, doesn't say anything about the three degrees of glory. There are a lot of things that the Book of Mormon does not contain. So how could it possibly contain the fullness? Or as it says here in verse four, how can it contain the foundation of my church, my gospel, and my rock? Now to answer that, I think it's really important that we understand what the gospel actually means. When the Savior was in the Americas in some of his last moments with them, he says, behold, I have given unto you my gospel. And this is the gospel which I have given unto you. Then he goes on to explain his birth, his life, his death and atonement. And then it says, And it shall come to pass that whoso repenteth and is baptized in my name shall be filled. And if he endureth to the end, behold, him will I hold guiltless before my father at that day when I shall stand to judge the world. Now, I think that this is really important to understand because the Savior, when he was in the Americas, he says several times that he's going to teach them his gospel. But the Savior, while he was here, the majority of the things that he taught was faith in Jesus Christ, repentance, baptism, the gift of the Holy Ghost, and this concept of enduring to the end or continuing to repent and to keep covenants. That's it. That was the gospel of Jesus Christ. Everything else, as Joseph Smith said, are appendages to the testimony of Christ. So yes, are there sub-levels of each of those things? Are there sub-levels to enduring to the end? Things like temple covenants and ordinances, things like eternal marriage? Yes, there is more to it. But the base, the foundation, as it says here in verse 4, of the church, the gospel, and the rock are those basic, simple things that are found in the Book of Mormon. Our focus, our efforts should always be on the basic, simple doctrines of the gospel. Faith in Jesus Christ, understanding who he is, developing a relationship with him, having that faith lead us to repentance and to change to doing better and becoming more like him, having that repentance lead us to the first covenant which we make of baptism, entering into the gate and the straight and narrow way that Nephi talks about, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost so that we can continue on the path, so that we can receive inspiration and direction for the path of enduring to the end. Enduring to the end, I think, is more complex, more complete, then sometimes we think about it, we think, okay, well, I'm just going to keep being good. And yes, absolutely, that's true. But enduring to the end means a continuous repentance, continuous conversion, more ordinances, more covenants, more turning to the Savior, more faith. But as we do those things, as we focus 
on the foundation of the gospel, we will become firm and planted and steadfast. Then the verses go on to say, Wherefore, if you shall build up my church upon the foundation of my gospel and my rock, the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. Now, that's what they were doing at the time, right? They were building up the church. But now that the church is built up and now that we're trying to improve ourselves and to become more like Christ, I feel like we can change those words a little bit. Rather than saying, build up my church, we can say, build up my testimony or build up my spirit as I seek to build myself up. Wherefore, if you shall build yourself up upon the foundation of my gospel and my rock, the gates of hell shall not prevail against you. So as we do everything that we can to build upon the foundation of the gospel, the foundation of a belief in Jesus Christ and a knowledge of who he is, repentance, covenants, the Holy Ghost, and continuing on the covenant path. As we do those things and build upon the rock, which is Jesus Christ himself, then we're promised that the gates of hell cannot prevail against us. We receive this exact same promise in Helaman 5.12, where it says, And now, my sons, remember, remember that it is upon the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ, the Son of God, that ye must build your foundation, that when the devil shall send forth his mighty winds, yea, his shafts in the whirlwind, yea, when all his hail and his mighty storm shall beat upon you, it shall have no power over you to drag you down into the gulf of misery and endless woe. Because of the rock upon which ye are built, which is a sure foundation, a foundation whereon if men build, they cannot fall. And we're given the same promise here, that if we build our lives upon the foundation of the gospel of Jesus Christ, meaning true gospel principles, and upon our testimony of the Savior Jesus Christ, then we are given a promise that the temptations of the adversary and all his attempts to drag us down will be fruitless, that we can remain strong despite all the attempts of the adversary. Now, this isn't to say that life isn't going to have its challenges. It is. But as we're built on the sure foundation of the gospel of Jesus Christ and on a sure testimony of him as our savior, then we're able to withstand those difficulties even more. Even firm foundations cannot prevent life's problems. Wayward children cause parents to grieve. Some broken families don't get fixed. Married couples, for whatever reason, may not be blessed with children. Some things just don't seem fair. With strong underpinnings, however, we are better able to reach upward for heaven, even when faced with questions without easy answers. Now verse 6 goes on and it says, Behold, the world is ripening in iniquity. And it must needs be that the children of men are stirred up unto repentance, both the Gentiles and also the house of Israel. Now, I think that this is really interesting because here at the beginning of the Doctrine and Covenants, in the preface, as section one is called, we're told this very thing. We're told that the restoration of the gospel happened and that continuing revelation through modern day prophets has been restored because the Lord knew the calamities which would come upon the earth in the latter days. He knew the hardships. He knew the iniquities. He knew that things would get worse. Now, what I love about this verse is it talks about how the world is ripening in iniquity. And then it basically just says, but hold on to your horses because it's going to get worse, right? The world is ripening in iniquity 
And it must needs be that the children of men are stirred up unto repentance. So the world is bad, but you know what? It's going to get worse because the world needs to repent. They need to turn to the Lord and they need to find their salvation there. Thomas S. Monson once said, where once the standards of the church and the standards of society were mostly compatible, now there is a wide chasm between us and it is growing ever wider. My friends, the safety in this chasm between our standards and the world's standards is found in the gospel of Jesus Christ. It is found on building on a foundation of true and correct principles based in the atonement and teachings of Jesus Christ. I testify that that is where we find safety in the world today. That is where we find peace. And that is where we find the strength to continue on in a world that is ripening in iniquity. Just because the world is going astray doesn't mean we have to. There is a greater chasm between our standards and the world's, but we can remain firm and steadfast in our beliefs because of our faith in Jesus Christ and in his gospel. Thank you so much for listening today. If you're enjoying this podcast, make sure to follow us on social media. Subscribe, like, comment, or share. This has been Come Follow Me Daily Dose, and I'm Lindsay Hansen.